right, all right. Mickey's a mouse. Donald's a duck. Pluto's a dog. What's Goofy? If I can only have one food for the rest of my life, that's easy. Pass. Cherry flavor pass. No question about it. Goofy's a dog. He's definitely a dog. I knew the $64,000 question was fixed. There's no way anybody can know that much about opera. He can't be a dog. He wears a hat and drives a car. Wagon Train's a really cool show, but did you ever notice that they never get anywhere? They just keep wagon training. God, that's weird. What the hell is Goofy? Hello, and welcome to Hockey Mass High Schools and Popcorn. I am your upbeat and happy host, Mike, joined as always by my co-host, Sean. Yeah, right. <laughs> Took you 42 that episodes not, to get it right. That was not a greeting or a salutation. Yeah, right. All right, don't use me as a prop for your laziness for not coming up a good opening, okay? Because I know you If didn't. I had to deal with your slow-ass <laughs> openings, I wouldn't have to worry I about never it. Ran. Uh, anyway, yeah. Hockey Mass High Schools and Popcorn, we are back with episode 43. Yay! Um, seven more from our, seven more episodes until our special 50th. Yeah. Eh? It's just, eh? it's moving along. So you want to kick it up front, because I feel like people aren't listening to us at the back end. What, what are they not listening to? Us talk about our 50th episode. What's happening? Uh, how special it's going to be, and how everybody, both young and old, will enjoy it. You know what? Hmm. It's gonna, it's gonna blow your socks. It's gonna knock your. It's gonna blow your socks off. off. It's gonna knock your socks off. Bam! Socks will be off. You cracked me up. Done. Last week, if you didn't listen to the end of the show, you really missed something good because I said something like somebody was gonna knock your socks off, and you just went off on this tangent <laughs> about what happens. And I just, you know what? I probably thought about that all week. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what made me think uh, to hand. Uh, just one of those things that just hit it. I couldn't Probably get it out of both my head. Tired. Yeah, I, don't know. I couldn't get it out of my head. I, <laughs> I, I played it for my wife. I said, you got to listen to what Mike did. She probably did not laugh. She turned around and walked right up the steps. There we like, go. Oh, That's our carry, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jovial to a point. That is our carry. Um, anyway, so we're back with uh, our current review from our previous nostalgic movie, Stand By Me. Uh, the 1986 classic, I don't want to say coming of age story, hmm. but maybe just... I don't know. What's the word I'm looking at? I guess it's, it's kind of coming of an age, right? Is it right? really coming of age, or they just kind usually of when I think get of a smack of in the age, face of reality? <laughs> Maybe. Well, I mean... I mean, usually when I think of coming of age, I usually think girls. There's yeah. usually a girl involved, right. right? And this was just finding a dead body and like <laughs> right. getting a realization that... Um, and threatening people with guns. Yeah. Right. right. Violence. Violence. And a lot of cursing. A lot of cursing. A lot of homophobic slurs. But it was 1959. Yeah. So again, it goes back to what we were saying before. It was just a way to hit to the manhood there. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, so it wasn't that that big of a deal. But I don't know how you would consider this movie. But it was the easily the best Stephen King adapt adaptation from book to movie. You know what? Um, we didn't mention this last time, and you said that before. Misery was pretty damn good. Oh shit! I did forget about Misery. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, he didn't get you know out what? of the cock a duty car. Now you know what? I don't know. Yeah. Now I don't right? know. Is misery? Oh, I'm right? going to have to go with misery being better. 
because Kathy Bates was the bomb. Yeah. I mean, she played gr- old lady psycho uh, absolutely perfect. And mm-hmm. you can't go wrong with the hobbling scene. You can't. I mean, when, I mean, she, when that, <laughs> right. that ankle goes... <laughs> right. And yeah. they showed it, right? Yeah, that and was it great. it looked real. All right, so this would be the second best adaptation. Oh, what about... <laughs> <laughs> Salem's Lot? No, what, no uh, Pet Cemetery. We, you know, we never did go back to we Pet Cemetery. We never did go back to Pet Cemetery. But we got to do that. No, one. I wouldn't say No, Pet no, Cemetery. of course not. It was better and than this. And that kid was creepy. So we got to do that movie sooner or later. Oh, I can't forget about Gage. Yeah. Gabe? Gage. Gage. It was Gage. Gage. Yeah. They all named the kid Gage. But anyway... um. I keep saying that anyway, but anyway, because we get sidetracked too much. So back to Stand By Me. Oh, wait, before I actually before <laughs> I said that, but I forgot. You're such a geek. Right, everybody's got to understand that it's been a really long week for both me and Sean. Both yeah. work has just been a biatch. It has. For both of us, it's just our busy time. We both work for the same company. Um, and I want to throw in that we both just had to watch this movie to get this the first time out of 43 podcasts. Oh yeah, that we watched that we together. watched the movie the same time because again, we picked a movie that was not available uh, for rent. For rent or streaming. You had to buy the damn thing. You had to buy it. So we just figured make it, you know, we were both tired, had long weeks and all this. We waited the last minute, well, by not choice. Right, right. Um and then we just watched it together and now we're recording it. Yes. We basically watched it 2 hours ago. And then my kids came home. I had to do all the father stuff that I love to do. And then came I downstairs. I was doing some prep. And yeah, while Sean was doing all the prep, get everything ready, and come downstairs and do it. So yeah, it's kind of late. <laughs> we're we're yeah. a little tired. So hey, it may not be an A-plus effort, but we'll give you at least a B. And right? I'm going to be crankier than usual. Yeah, so expect Sean saying a lot of mean, stupid things. To you, um, at least. Not yeah, to, to not me, to not them. to everybody else. So well, where are we going with this one? We were talking about... uh Let's see. Yeah, we were had a point to that, to, to bringing all that stuff up. And Do you ever have a point? I did. I had something I was going with. There's something I wanted to bring up about the Stand By Me, and it, it was late, and it's been a busy time at work, and... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so 1986, Stand By Me. Last week, you gave a nostalgic review of... I don't even know. Dude. What do what, what did I 4. give it? 4.11. That's all awesome. Right. That's great. I gave it a 4.10. So we both had... Well, we didn't both pay for it. I paid for the shit you watched it here. Um, and we're back to give it a more current review. And I'm kind of mixed on this one. I got to say. I mean, we watched it together. I yeah. didn't say a whole lot during it. I looked at you a lot like... Like you knew I was going to say something yeah. about certain scenes. Yeah. And I probably will. But, yeah, I don't know. He's I mean, writing I, again. I liked it. It's like, you know, it's like I like you. Or, you know, hey, it I love you, but I'm lot. not in love with you, yeah. you know? I like you, but I'm not in like with you. I, I don't know. Yeah, it was okay. I mean, I'm glad it was short. Yeah, I mean, it's 89 I mean, minutes, It didn't need right? to be longer than that. I think they did a good job at, yeah, it was 89 minutes. I think they did a good job of squeezing what they needed to do for that, for what it was. Right. If yeah. it was longer, I think I would have not liked it as much. Well, I think it needed to be at least 10 minutes longer based on the ending. Because I don't, I don't think that was a very truthful ending. To how that would have gone down. Yeah. Yeah. Because Kiefer one, I mean, in this movie, he looks psycho. He pulled a knife on the guy. Yeah, you pulled a gun down to, to back away neck, from yeah. you. But it's a small town. He's going to see your ass again. There's going to be some problems. I can't imagine you just let that go. And not to mention the other guy's his brother. So clearly those guys hang out a lot. Yeah, I don't know. Probably needed to add a little bit more on there. Where Yeah, I would have liked the Stephen King kind of twist. Maybe at the end, the the kids ended up killing him or something. Keeping him out you there. Know what? That wasn't your twist. Your twist was when they got there, you wanted it to be uh, the main character's brother. 
No, it, it, <laughs> that that would have yeah. been actually a good twist. No, though. well, it doesn't his make brother sense. Had been he died in a for, jeep accident or something. Right, I know, but what if his brother had been missing for a couple right. of months and they found him? That, right. that they would assumed have been... that he was missing, right? And right, then it right. turned out that his, they went out there to the woods and they actually found his brother. That's my brother. Yeah. That would have been messed up. Yeah, that's how, that's how I write a story. Right yeah, well, and that, that is how it's you a write a story. Right right there, right? You're never going to write a nice you story. You imagine that if you, you know, went out there and, well, if, you know, and you just found a sibling of yours <laughs> that, that you presumed was dead, you know, a long time ago, and, you know. And, that would be a little wacko. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Bah, bah. But anyway, that's not what happened. So, Stand By Me, you want to recap it? I mean, it had all of the stars in it from then. You had the Will Wheaton, uh, River Phoenix, Corey Feldman, uh, Jerry O'Connell, Kiefer Sutherland, Richard Dreyfuss, a very young Richard Dreyfuss, and a surprising John Cusack. I, I think I mentioned him last week. You did, week, but you but just I glossed didn't, over I didn't realize where he was in that movie, but he was... Uh, you probably uh, assumed he was one of the gang. Yeah, yeah, I thought he was, or I thought he was like in a flashback. I didn't realize he was the guy's brother. The chances. The chance? The chance? The chance. The chance. They all sounded really French, but they didn't look... We. Good. I deserve my own crickets. You do deserve your own crickets. And that, you know what? Man up for giving it to yourself. Well done. So some of the things, well, you know what, you want to give a ratings first? Yeah. All right. Go what ahead. What got? you got? <laughs> <laughs> I'm embarrassed by my now. I, I, you know what, I'm caught it because I don't, I don't want to denigrate it because this is, as much as there's some things I didn't like in this movie, the overall tone of the movie, I still enjoyed. It still brought back. Yeah. It, it still evoked. See, I'm a, oh, oh, oh uh-huh. wait a minute. Toilet paper of the day who's, word, Who's baby. not tired as I am? <laughs> it still evoked a good nostalgic memory of just being... A kid, you know, it, they do a good job of that. I think it made me feel funny in my tummy. <laughs> this didn't make <laughs> you feel funny in your pants. Uh, so, what do you want to go with? I'm going to go with a four. I said a four point one one before. Mm-hmm. So even out to a four point ten. Oh, you're only dropping a yeah. tenth because it was what I expected it to be. Again, wow. I enjoyed it. I mean, it was it's still a really good movie. It was written well, acted well by these kids. Nah. That was pretty damn good. I liked the acting. I'm gonna go from a 4.1 to a 3.9. Yeah, see, so didn't drop it. down that much. I'm good. No, I, just because it needs to be below a four. You think it had to be? Uh, I think other movies that we've rated at a four and went down were. Well, clearly they all they're all different. Yeah, you can't you can't compare apples to apple or apples to oranges. <laughs> you can't compare apples to apples, <laughs> idiot. <laughs> Jesus, what's wrong with you, man? So let me tell you why I dropped it down. Uh, for for a couple of reasons. One, and this is something that they do in all movies for most movies with kids anyway especially movies that are kid central they give the kids too much wisdom and, and they make them talk not like i think a kid would talk right because adults would be bored of it i agree but it still takes away from sort of the realism of that movie i mean when when between um uh well, me and my friends talk like that maybe nah, you did whatever we've been friends for a long time we don't <laughs> even, we still don't talk like that we're grown-ass men all right um chris and gordy who were like the what was that you just did? Nothing. <laughs> right, this is not a DJ morning show. Right? <laughs> I don't know why. Let's keep you the know, sound effects to I'm a minute. I'm tired, you know. So Chris and Gordy, I have a lot of scenes in this one where, you know, Chris Chambers, who was River Phoenix's character, who's a tough guy, keeps trying to console him like, your dad doesn't hate you. He just doesn't know you. And there was a lot of, there was just a lot of that emotional stuff between those two, which was good for the movie, right? That's what they wanted to do. But yeah. it just didn't play as a real thing that 12-year-olds would do with each other. Right, I mean, at that I age, agree. as a twelve-year-old, especially as a boy, I have an eleven-year-old. Yeah, and I know that Jake would not be in this situations that they found themselves in and doing. Right, it's just it's a bit much. Now, of course, they live in maybe a small town, all this kind well, of. Well, they do, but it's still about being a boy, right? Yeah. And you just don't necessarily act like that around other kids. And even though they may have grown up and been friends for a long time, 
I don't know. It just a lot of it just it seemed too much. Just, I can't imagine my son Jake using that many cuss words with his friends. Well, Maybe a couple, you know, here and there they come out as play, but never to that extreme that they yeah, were they doing. Definitely this was one. cursing a lot in that yeah. in that thing. Well, they were also smoking. A lot of smoking. Well, Jake smokes. Time. I mean, I'm fine with that. <laughs> that I'm okay with. That I'm okay with. Cursing. But the cursing, you need to stop that. So, yeah, that a lot of that takes away from me. Like, you know, he turns to him in that one scene, uh, Gordy, Will Wheaton's character turns to River, he goes like, he asks River Phoenix's character, am I weird? It's like, that's just, okay, I get why you're doing it from the movie perspective, because he doesn't know if he's supposed to be a writer and his dad hates him, and I don't want to be a writer because no one appreciates it in my family. You know, but that's just not something you ask a 12-year-old. That may be something that you ask a teacher, or I don't know that you would ask another 12-year-old that question. Right, and they were also too consoling on each other. You know? Yeah, a lot of arms around the right. neck and a lot of hugging. And, and you're like, ha-ha, yeah. you know, <laughs> I mean, you know. We're not judging. We're not saying that you can't, as, you know, male kids hugging. Right. But that's not what you did, right? You no, made fun you of him if you right. were to do it. Right. Could you imagine as a 12-year-old? Look at the crier. Right, we met when we were 15, right? Something like that, yeah. Something like that, around that age, right. whatever it was, right, right. Could you imagine we were walking down the hallway and, and you were upset and I put my arm around to console you? He'd be like, dude, get the fuck off me. One, there's other people around. Two, I don't need you to console me. Only in me. private. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, maybe in private if you were sad or something like that. And you, okay, I'd pat your shoulder like, dude, it's it's all right. Or you right. give you a man hug. Yeah. Right? You do a right. man hug. You don't put your arm. I don't know. Maybe we're just not in touch with our inner children. No. Come on. I've, kids don't do that. They're I, mean. I, I, kids are mean. Kids are male kids, especially at that age, are just not. Not that girls aren't mean, oh, but girls can be consoling with each other. There's a but movie boys, called Mean Girls. Okay, yeah. <laughs> right. but but boys are specifically all about alpha, right? Who's the alpha male and about fighting and about being. I I just don't. Some of the stuff just didn't didn't ring true yeah. for me. That's all. I agree. And, and that that kind of hurt it because they they gave him things to say and things to do that just I didn't think twelve year old kids would be doing. So whose fault is that? Is it Rob Reiner's as the director, or is it um, no, it's just Stephen, Stephen King? Steele. It's just Stephen King does. Do you think he wrote? I didn't read the book. Yeah, he he writes a lot of he writes all of his I love characters his books. that way. I just didn't read that. He book. always writes his characters with I think more wisdom than would make sense. Right? They're always smarter and and more enlightened. Um, than you would otherwise think someone would be. But you couldn't write this novel. You couldn't write this in any way. You couldn't have four actual 12-year-olds going out and camping overnight because they would get lost or they wouldn't actually do it. You know what I mean? So you had to have a set of kids that were you know, beyond what you would expect a normal 12-year-old. I agree with you to an extent, but I mean, I think I mean, look, that... Jake's not going next door to get his buddy and pretending that they're camping in the backyards and walking you know, 20 miles away to go see a dead body. Because you know by 8 o'clock that night he's running his ass back to the house again because it's cold. <laughs> yeah. You know you know what I mean? It's it's because that's what 12-year-olds are like. It's I forgot how old I was. I was younger than 11. But uh, I remember I got in trouble once and I um, I said I was going to run away from home. So I went out and started running away from home. But I couldn't cross the street. So I ended up going in a circle around the, the neighborhood. Because I don't show I them. Never, yeah, <laughs> you know. But that was my reality. The reality was I had to go home because I was tired. Right. Was <laughs> hungry saying. after like, you know, 10 minutes. Yeah, like, oh, this is ridiculous. Right. I bet you my parents really miss me now. Meanwhile, they haven't even noticed you've gone yet. But to an extent, we did have our own uh, feel of independence and things. I think like these kids did. Yes, Stephen King embellished what that would do. But to an extent, it was somewhat real. Well, yeah, I mean, it certainly evokes what you would... You can't use that word twice. Sorry. It, it brings to the fore thoughts that, <laughs> that you would... See, <laughs> told you, toilet paper of the day, or word of the day, toilet paper. It, it brings up um, some of the things that, as a kid, are um, your ideal 
summer day as a kid, right? So from a nostalgic point of view, he's great at that because even if you didn't, even if you didn't live that kind of life where you could go out with four of your best friends and go camping overnight and walk 20 miles away, you always assume that's what you should be doing as a kid, right? Yeah. So it's your ideal of what a 12-year-old should be doing in the middle of the summer. I like that. Right. See, because I can actually that's, see that's that. And I was right. like, did I do that? Right. I kind of felt like I did that, but I, <laughs> but I didn't. But you probably didn't. But that's the ideal of what you would think. I was in the Boy Scouts, and we sat do. around the campfires, and maybe we did, but... I'm sure you blocked out a lot of nights yeah. on, on the Boy Scouts. So so I, that's why he does that, right? He's writing the ideal of what a 12-year-old boy mm-hmm. would be thinking about doing. So I see that, but again, to me, it just some of it just didn't ring. Um, so that, I kind of had to drop it for that. I also dropped it because we talked about the ending was just a little unrealistic. You know, there should have been a little bit more to it than that, or at least a follow-up. Like, I mean, he followed up about all the kids. If he'd even thrown in a line there about, oh, yeah, and Ace, who was Kiefer Sutherland's character, you know, was pulled over for a drug bust or got shot doing something, that would make a little bit more sense, but they never mentioned that, which means Ace is still in that small town, and yet you guys are not dead yet. Well, he would have killed him. What's his name is dead. Yeah, but that was way later. In real life, life, too. Was that like a full of foreshadow or river? I don't know. He didn't die from a knife. No, he died of a overdose. Drug. Yeah, yeah. the OD stuff. And was he not a good actor, though? Yeah. um, You know, uh, yes and no. I think they were better. I think he was better better than other. I think he was the best kid actor there. Let's rate, rate, uh, rank them. I would say River Phoenix was one. As the best. As the best. Uh, Will Wheaton. uh, You know what? I kind of like Corey Feldman, but. He does psycho really well. Uh, I would say Will Wheaton had to be number two because his ability to cry on demand was pretty good. And then Corey Feldman and then Jerry O'Connell. All right. I'm going to go with Will Wheaton first, then um, River Phoenix, and then Corey Feldman, and lastly, poor Jerry. Poor Jerry. So I thought that you said that, yeah, Will Wheaton could cry like, you know, anything. He could. He really is realistic He did it well. Yeah, he did His well. crying was more realistic than River Phoenix's. Really? I'll get to something in the end there about that. Um, but uh, also just the facial expressions that uh, Will Wheaton was doing while other characters were talking. I mean, he was really engaging. He, I don't know if he caught his some of his facial expressions and making laughing faces and things when things were going on. So he was actually... You know, engaging in the conversation without saying anything. It was kind of neat. So well, I, I, I definitely thought the evil eyes at the end. Oh, we gosh. Both, we both pointed that out when we were watching. Yeah, like, oh, that evil. scene, he kind of gave a look that at was them. That was pretty good. Like, Tell him to shut up, and he turned to them. and Yeah. Little definitely, bit of, he definitely uh, like he was getting ready to kill somebody. Damien right there. But still River Phoenix, I thought, took it all. Although, you know, from the whole thing, um, still like Kiefer Sutherland. But Kiefer Sutherland's the same thing as he always is, right? He always acts the same way. But he was good in his movie. So there's no doubt about that. So... That that but anyway again the kid actors kind of took it down um, not not so much the acting just that they it was just too unrealistic the twelve year old should be acting that way but I did there's a couple things I really did enjoy um, one was the leeches scene I had forgotten about that yeah I forgot all about the leeches that makes you think twice until they about walked until they walked the... yeah until they walked to that I'm like oh shit that's right. Uh, have you ever had a leech on you? Have yeah. You oh, yeah. Have in you fact, really? I don't think I ever have. Up at my uh, aunt and uncle's house, there was a place called Loon Lake. And, um, yeah, we went in there, and you would swim, but you came out and had leeches. They weren't as big as these leeches, but they were nice eyes, and they would be on you. Oh, and, why and, would you go swimming knowing that there's going to be leeches jumping on well, you? Well, you try to make it squi- quick, too. You know? <laughs> that sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> get in, get wet, get the hell out before the I, leeches I, get you. You know, I have... The memories of Loon Lake uh, were fun overall, but I always remember the leeches and that and and skiing on the lake itself had a large 
um not i not um seaweed uh like ferns I mean, what kind of plant life mm-hmm. that grew long like and the, the whipper willow things or the little willows no those? they didn't come out they didn't come above the water oh, but they okay. they were they were long under the water and then they kind of like covered the top of the water it's you lake know grass. <laughs> yeah, i don't know what it's called but they're thick for things anyway i never wanted when i w- they were teaching me how to water ski i didn't want to fall because you would be all tangled up into oh, it oh yeah and that's when the monster gets you right yep i hear you, you, pour you all tang- yeah no i hear you, you so where you the swam ground. there was like a buoy thing that little net that kept all that stuff out but you had the leeches there <laughs> so it was leeches when you swam <laughs> and monsters and you know ferns grabbing you Dude, where, where the hell were you going on vacation? That's man? the imagination of a kid. You see, that's <laughs> they went out that's looking so for dead funny. bodies. I was dealing with. Right now, Eric's listening to this, going, "Uh, that was our pool, dude. <laughs> we, <laughs> we never had a water ski." That was he can vouch. Dude. My brother can vouch for Loon Lake and its leeches and its Loon uh, Lake and leeches. That's nasty. Yeah. I'm surprised your parents let you go in there. Nah, you'll be fine. It's just leeches. Well, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, no, that conversation happened. You know, oh, come on, they're just leeches. It's okay. We'll pick them off. <laughs> You're not gonna leeches. bleed to death. Leeches need food too, right? <laughs> That's hilarious, man. Uh, you should guys like throw it in like a dead cat over on one side, and all the leeches go over there. <laughs> oh. Hey, I, I'm a solution guy. All right, I yeah. see your problem, I come up with a solution. That's why I don't think I've ever had a leech on me. Hmm. Hmm. Anyway, um, so yeah, I, the leeches thing. I love that scene. I love all of that because that that seemed to me pretty real. It was just a good a good scene. And finding it in his pants, I thought that was funny as hell. My favorite scene was the pie eating contest, which I forgot about that. Yeah, too. I did. It was one of my most favorite forgotten scenes. <laughs> that was that a good way. surprise, right? It was watching yeah. it, like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. It was scene. so cheesily fake, and you know, when people <laughs> were starting to vomit, it wasn't even coming directly out of their mouths because they were always showing a side view. So the vomit was just shooting all over the place over right. everybody, and then people who were vomiting weren't even eating the blueberry pie, and they were. Puking blueberry, blueberry pie. You know what? I didn't even catch <laughs> yeah. that, but yeah, you're right. All the Everybody, people in the crowd were, right. were vomiting They were just watching the contest. They weren't right. actually eating the <laughs> They blueberry. weren't actually eating it. But yet there was blueberry pie that was coming out of their faces. Oh, well, now Will Wheaton's a sucky writer. Why? Because he told that story, and they were like, oh, you're such a good writer. But now, like, not really. That's really a big uh, It's using detail. an imagination. It's being <laughs> fun. I mean, it was clever. That's what I thought was clever about it. Do you remember the, uh, uh, the guy's name, the fat kid's name? What do you mean? What his he had a name. You mean his nickname or yeah. his Fatso? <laughs> we literally just watched this two and a half hours ago. You don't remember. I I told you in podcast in episode number two or three, I suck at remembering characters' names of movies, even if I just watched them. You know that one about that alien who came down to Earth? E. T. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> you know, the little boy who picked him up, you know, and you know You're a knuckle. Whatever. Lard ass. Yeah. It's just funny because I, I oh, haven't heard that used as a derogatory oh, term crap. It's for like, fat people in a long time. I mean, yeah. When was the last time someone called someone else a lard I thought you meant Jerry O'Connell. I didn't know you meant the kid at the... Yeah. Oh, no, no. The no, kid I know his name was lard Why would you think I meant Jerry O'Connell? You were talking about the blueberry. I know, thing. but when you said fat kid, I thought Jerry O'Connell. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Jerry, by the way. I know you... you know, I'm sure he's a big listener. Yeah, <laughs> he's a big listener. He we just talked one. to him last weekend. Well, while he works out, we try to get him doing. on the podcast, but he was like, "I'm a little busy." Got he's like, "Who are you? Stop calling yeah. me." <laughs> How'd you get this number? <laughs> I'll call the cops. If you I'll do call the cops time. again. Don't ever call me back. You're like, "Oh, that Jerry." He's. I'll funny. try to get him next week. Yeah, we'll get him next week. We'll try once we get his new number. So yeah, Lard Acid, which is uh, funny because I haven't heard that. Yeah, well, I have a fun a fact on that. So let's shut up about Lard Acid. <laughs> okay, can we talk about anything? It can't all be in your fun fact section. All even right. that's about my fun facts. You can't even talk about. <laughs> let's not even talk about my fun facts. Oh man! So some of the things I thought also jumped out at me from a, a nostalgic kid perspective. 
some of the the um stupid things they say like it was so funny i forgot to laugh yeah i, I remember yeah. that as a kid we used to say that it was that a big one up. yeah the of course two, this was in the fi- what year 59 was the actual setting of the movie right. but and we were in the, the yeah. 70s and 80s when that was going on early 80s late 70s so it, it's funny that well if that was an actual turn back then right kept going you know, it kind of cracks you up though when you look at when you watch this movie in 1986 and they're talking about the summer of 59 which wasn't even 30 years ago it was like 25 years from right then, right right which didn't seem that long ago but now when you're watching a movie now about a movie that was done in 1986 about 1959 you're like holy crap that was ages ages, ages ago. ago like did that time exist where the dinosaurs yeah i mean 1959 how are you, you have the budget for this? the dinosaurs in there too or what <laughs> it was it's 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 just odd how that perception changes now when you watch these things you know but you mentioned that it's so funny you had to laugh there's nothing better than having a good comeback to a cut down, right? If you get cut down and you can come back with something. Respect. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that just remind when they were doing those and somebody said something, come down and someone came back and somebody's like, Oh, remind me of the old, uh, I cut you down so low, you know, uh, you play handball against the curb. <laughs> God, I haven't heard that one. In you know? Yeah. Or the last time I heard that, I fell off my dinosaur laughing. That oh. was always a good, come on. Yeah. You remember that one, right? That Terrible. was always a good one too. Ah, oh, good time. The two for flinching, I do remember that. Mm-hmm. Getting one for flinching, that was always funny, too. <laughs> and, and his face, Jerry O'Connell's face. It was just his character's name, I don't know. Uh, who, Jerry O'Connell? Yeah. Um, Vern, Vernon. So. Yeah, Vernon. Vernon. You know, his face was like, oh, damn, you know, oh. I don't get this. Yeah. This is not working. I always hated game. that flinching thing. That's the dumbest thing in the it world to me. Because game. it's like, yeah, you're punching <laughs> me. I'm going to flinch. I'm going to flinch. I'm like, either I'm going to try to block you or I'm going to flinch because you're getting ready to hit me. Don't, don't start to talk about blocking. Uh, I'm not. I'm just saying I just always thought that was a stupid thing. Everything anyway. have to go back to karate with you. Hey, I would block it. Haven't we been through this before? Um, So what else was there? Oh, the conversations around the fire. I thought yeah, that was. Again, one of my favorite scenes. Yeah, and th- you know what? That felt genuine. That's, that's the opening. That's something I thought the opening. kids would, t- would talk about, right? Yeah, that was from last week when you talk about it, right? No, I said that's what we used today on the opening. Were you not paying oh, attention? Oh, I, I was not paying attention. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we opened today? What? I was like, no, the movie didn't open that way, idiot. Um, so, yeah, that, now that, but see, that felt real to me. That, that I thought that's what something that kids would talk about, the whole goofy thing and what is goofy. And yeah, that seemed realistic and talking about, uh, you know, Mighty Mouse versus Superman, you know, or Nets tits, which is <laughs> funny. Yeah. Well, why don't they get into the fact, I mean, they, they don't talk about this, but Goofy is a dog, right? I mean, oh, he's got dog ears. He's got dog ears, tail. Sure. I mean, he wears clothing. Even right? Pluto, Pluto doesn't. Yeah. Well, Pluto doesn't talk. True. You know, so it's like they have a dog, but then a dog who is right has human characteristics. And Pluto has a son. I've seen his movies. Oh, I've that's seen his right. cartoons. He's got a son. No, not Pluto. Goofy. Oh, Goofy has a son. Right. Dopey or something. I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> Dopey. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Although he doesn't have a wife, which is weird. I've seen lots of sh- uh, cartoons. Maybe she Disney died. Show. You know, Disney is big on killing off. The, that is true. But the they never mention the mother. It's always about the dad. Yeah. Look, huh. you know, Finding Nemo, mom dead. Oh, dude. Every, Bambi. Every Disney movie, dead. mom's dead. Yeah, everything. You name pretty it. Much. Pretty much, they're dead or yeah. dying or, or they're not very good moms. Oh well, yeah, terrible, yeah. right? Or they're they're terrible, horrible mothers, right? One or the other. Hmm. Cinderella, right? She was living with her step. Stepmom. Step. I'm trying to think about Disney. I think we talked about this before. I actually found a, a Disney movie with an actual, real, existing mom that was worthwhile. Must have done but poorly I, in the box. Don't, I don't remember what it was now. I'm trying to think of what it was. Ah, I don't mm. remember. That doesn't really matter. So anyway, that 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 stuff I enjoyed. Some of the kids' stuff, where the interactions between the two, I thought 
were actually realistic and felt and felt good. Um, like I said, but the other stuff, it just meh. You know what I want to do? For me. I'm probably going to go out and pick up the soundtrack up for this because, you know, Stand By Me, of course, is a great song. I mean, yep. it's a fun song, great song. Came, came back to that. popularity back. Yeah, I'm trying to cut you off as fast <laughs> as possible because nobody I'm wants stay. to hear that. Okay, <laughs> no, Wait a minute, let me just stop. Go ahead. No, 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 no I'm not going to. Do it. No, you no. want to, I can I tell. I don't, no. I only want to do it when it bothers you. If you're <laughs> expecting it, it's no fun. Go All ahead. right. Um, but Stan. <laughs> <laughs> I don't you even fall, recognize that. You fell for it twice. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'm afraid to. So you're gonna go buy the soundtrack? Yeah. No, you're gonna no, do I'm it. Not. I'm done. I swear, I'm done. Uh, the whole the live pop and everything else. Yeah. Um, I like the old nostalgic songs from back in that era. So it was, even though it wasn't our era, I liked that era. Um, so it was fun to hear those songs. So it's probably a really good soundtrack. I might pick that one up. What was your favorite part? Just picking out a scene. I mean, the fireplace scene was that, or the fire. I think I said my favorite part was the pie thing, actually, unrelated to the whole story of the movie. <laughs> well, like, it's just, that really was, I thought it was it just was. a good scene that you enjoyed. Was, I realized it, that was your favorite scene. It's a good, scene. fun scene that's, it was so unrealistically stupid that it was funny. It was just... Alright. So your favorite scene of the movie was a scene that had absolutely nothing to do with the movie. I mean, it had a lot of good scenes. I liked the fireplace, fire, the campfire scene. Um, the leeches scene. Um... Still makes me go bad. Yeah, um, but it, but like it's such a short movie. I like the train track scene. Oh, uh, when they were crossing over the yeah. So the water. you know we did have a little. Mike and I never had the opportunity to talk about a movie because we're not watching it together. But we were watching it. We we're talking about this whole thing, and I was like, would you know, that'd be kind of scary to go across that train track. You were like, well, I'd go fast. How fast could you possibly go that age? I would afraid go to as fall through fast as the train behind me was going. I can tell you that. Yeah. I mean, that train was coming behind them. No, I know. Before it came, they were just kind of walking slow. But, I mean, no. you said you'd go as fast yeah, as possible I would, still, I, regardless. You can't, you can't jump off the bridge. You so saw why how wide so those slowly. gaps were. As a kid, those gaps were probably, to them, <laughs> felt like 20 feet wide. I guess. I guess. Imagine I don't know. trying to run now. I, but I would think the cat, you're what, fat. You don't have to run necessarily, but you could at least be walking faster. You know, yeah. with the possibilities knowing that a train could come, I would have right. probably. You should be walking a little bit faster than what they were doing, and you certainly shouldn't be letting the fat kid crawl. Be like, dude, get up, man! You're embarrassing us. <laughs> All right. If someone yeah, he else was crawling, right? Yeah, I mean, if some other, if the other gang were to come by, you know, you're <laughs> in see trouble. See him crawling. Yeah. Let me ask you this, because I, you know, we didn't know each other when we were that age. But did you have uh, like gangs? No. In your neighborhood, no, I don't mean like real gangs, but a group of people that you would work that you hung out with that would always be. And rival with other people, say, down the street or around All the corner. Right. I'm going to, I mean, they're never going to listen to this ever. So the Shiflets, they were the Shiflets, the family, the Shiflets, what we like to call the Shitlets. Because. Original, original. Yeah. They, um, they were the, the kids were like the bullies of the block. They lived around the corner. Weren't they the twins? No, no, no. no. This was no. around the corner. They weren't, you know, part of, even if we didn't like, and no, it's not true. We liked all the kids on our street, regardless of who they were. If you lived anywhere around that corner, you were, you know, <laughs> the outsiders. But this family uh, had these kids that were the bullies, the gang. We were going to call, you know, mm. you didn't want them coming around. If they did, you'd leave. Well, yeah. Sterling Park was really just pretty much like one big neighborhood. I mean, of course, us living in the park, we always hated those living over like in the townhomes, and <laughs> you know what? I, so there was always that little piece. But you know, for the most part, it was. It always <laughs> You're wrong. Do you remember that? Who was Pembroke? Is yeah. that what it was? I think Come my on. wife we lived over there. We used to make for, fun of those people before they lived. I don't think she was around, but I think her family did at one point. And like we didn't make fun of those who lived in Pembroke. I didn't. Oh, whatever. You're the one who told Upstanding. me those people suck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I learned it all from you. I didn't know till I got there. 
So I don't want to hear it. I forgot the name Pembroke. And yeah, you know, I can't believe I just pulled that out yeah, of my head. Either. You that was did. pretty wow. good. It was a good pull. Bam. What was the one across the street from Seven? From Seven? What do you mean? With the seven? really nice houses. Oh. Stuck up ones. Something Chapel. So Chapel Hill? Uh, you know, I had it until you said that. Now I can't remember it. Yeah. It wasn't Chapel Hill. It's got a name like all oh. Chapel Hill, North Carolina. Right, it was, it was a ritzy area back yeah, then. Yeah, yeah, right? it was across the. It had like the two-story houses as opposed to like the Ramblers that we had and stuff like yeah. that. So because you're not talking Cardinal the, Glenn or something. Cardinal Glenn was that it? Cardinal Glenn. It. There just, we go. Yeah, the minute you said yeah, it. Neil and that you're shit. not talking about the old one though. Fo- uh, oh, Fox, Fox Lee. Fox Lee. Oh yeah, Fox Lee. Check that shit while, out. Right. Yeah, that's right. That's the old uppity neighborhood yeah. now. I mean, now it's all shit. Right. But yeah, now it's a gang. Yeah, what are we doing? But... <laughs> we... Oh, right. come on. Who's listening in Sterling Park most likely? Yeah. So hopefully I'm just don't. saying we really got off topic. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't even know how we got on that. Oh, because we were talking about the kid stuff, I guess. So, yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> love the movie. It, uh, I like the movie, I should say. I should say I love the movie. I don't really have anything else to, to talk about. It's a good, nostalgic feeling movie. I mean, you enjoyed it as a kid watching it. Like I said, it's an idyllic what you think a kid Summer yeah. boys fantasy you should look like it was pretty good. It's a tame movie. I mean, there's no whoa, a lot of cussing. It. There is cussing in it, but it's from kids. Cussing. Did you cuss that much as a kid? At twelve, no, no. Yeah, I even did. around my friends, I I didn't. Yeah, I mean, they used it excessively in this. There was a lot of you know, like I said, homo and queer and. Well, only when the older kids were involved, I think, right? The younger, no, the younger kids did it too. I thought, well, maybe not. I don't remember. But, yeah, there was definitely a lot of cursing, but it wasn't, I don't know. I mean, you were looking at gay porn while we were watching the movie. I was. But I, mean, I mean, that's why I got them confused. Yeah. But it's usually how I like to watch my movies. Right. Gay porn on one side, the actual <laughs> movie running on the other. Right. You know, exactly. It, it works for me. Um, eh, But it's nothing I don't think, well, I, I don't know. I guess if you, it's not rated R. It was, This movie is rated R. Was it rated yeah. R? Yeah. Well, look, we've been out checking off my <laughs> yeah. shit, huh? No, I have it down. I wrote it in rated R because I had to look at it. I was like, this is not something I'm going to let Jake watch because. It, well, I was going to say, I wouldn't, even if it was rated PG, I wouldn't let a young kid that watch That is this not, movie. this was not. This was. Ah, dude, you are right. Yeah. That is rated R. Hey, look, it's got cursing, it's got dead bodies, violence, you know. That really isn't any violence. Yeah. Threatening, you know. Uh, I think it's all just because of the the dead body and the cursing, because there was no violence, there's no nudity, there's no sex. Well, they had gun violence. <laughs> yeah. In yeah, today's but, world, there would be gun violence. You know, I guess, but gun. in today's world, this would be a PG-13 tops. Yeah. I bet you if we saw yeah, this on TV, PG-13, yes, this yeah. would be a PG. Yes, oh, I agree with you. 100%. I don't think it'd be a rated R. No. No, no. Today's, the, I think though there is a limit to the amount of cursing you can do before it turns to an R. Like you know, you can say these words, but then when you actually say them twenty times, then you might hit an R. So these they use it a lot. So I don't know. It may be on the edge yeah, today. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't really have anything else. No, to I'll add go over some. Do you have some uh, and fun fox? Some fun fox. Go over some fun fox. Yeah, not many. So lard ass we're Stand talking about. <laughs> See what I did there? I waited for there was a rough time. I'm not going to do it. Uh, I thought you were going for the crickets. Um, so, yeah, Lardass, when it went to TV, you know, they edited it for yeah. TV because it had so much cursing and stuff. They edited his name. It was just Lard oh. <laughs> um, in there. But if you look at the credits, this is why it's in my credit section. Oh. In the credits, it still said Lardass. So, <laughs> uh, so they didn't say it, but they didn't edit the credit part <laughs> <No>. out. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's kind of funny, isn't it? Oh, boy. Now, this had... Lots and lots of fun facts, but, but I didn't call them all fun facts. I called them doll facts. So <laughs> just call them facts. Yeah. Um. I so I limited it down. They probably had like 500 facts. It was 
Stewart. Well, it's one of those iconic movies I think that everybody kind of remembers and yeah. you know, with all those kind of actors and where they've all gone since, I can imagine that. So all four of those kids that we've named a couple times um, have appeared in a music video at one time or another, which is kind of interesting. That's so, um, what's her names? River Phoenix and Will Wheaton were both in the Benny King Stand By Me video that they redid. Oh, okay. I guess they made an appearance. I don't remember the... I don't. I, I don't, don't, but they were both... Those two were only ones in it. Corey Feldman was in Cindy Lauper's uh, Goonies Good Enough. Yeah, I remember that. Enough. Yep. I do remember that. Um, Jerry O'Connell uh, appeared with the Mariah Carey music video, um, Heartbreaker. I don't know. <laughs> I got to look that up and see. Yeah, it. I don't remember that at yeah, all. What he's doing in there and how old was he? I don't he? remember that song, though, no. so... I can't but, say I was like buying a bunch of Mariah Carey. Right, I don't even know this. I don't know what back in the day, so that doesn't surprise me. I don't know that. Well, what's, why do you have a poster over there? Well, because right? she's hot, but I didn't, <laughs> didn't like her music. Now or then? She's kind of hot now, right? Yeah. She remember she went down through a big, you know, you know a large phase herself. <laughs> large phase. <laughs> I don't know what to say, man. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna move That's on. Fucked up. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. When they were starting to film this scene with Gordy and Vern about when they were running from the train. Will Wheaton and and Jerry O'Connell didn't look scared enough to Rob Reiner. They were like, you know, they may keep doing the scene over and resetting the whole thing. You guys don't look scared enough. So he got so frustrated with the kids that he they started crying because he was. Aww. And that fear alone is when they finally got the shot of them, you know, running and stuff. That's oh, kind of, so yeah. fucked up. Yeah. I guess so as a director, what are you going to do, right? You All these people there, you're spending all this money, these fucking kids won't get their shit going. <laughs> you know, I can see where you might get a little frustrated. So, yeah, well, you know. I, yeah, every taste costing you 15 grand, you know. You're like, good job, get your stuff together. I mean, he's he's a really good director overall, right? But he's got his methods. So that scene of um, uh, River Phoenix crying, you know, he told him, you can do this better. You know, I know you can. And he makes a think of, what do he say? Um, he asked him to think of something in his own life when an adult had let him down and use it in the scene. Hmm. So he did that, and it was so upsetting and crying. You know, he felt so bad that he made him do that. He had to comfort him at the end, <laughs> you know, for making him do that. But still, I don't think, when I saw it, it was okay. But Will I, Wheaton's was better than I thought it was better than okay. I mean, he had the whole trembling lip and the jaw. I thought he did pretty good. It was when he was talking and crying. It was forced. When he was not talking and crying, it was more realistic. Like he had that moment, he got away from him. But when he was talking, right. it seemed like he was forcing it. I didn't like it. I did, well, I, I did like that. I still like that whole scene where he's talking about the teacher. Um, yeah, the teacher screwed him over, which is kind of messed up. Because you do remember thinking as a kid, teachers were above reproach, right? Yeah. The teacher wasn't going to screw you over. Um, so I, that that scene always made sense to me. Corey Feldman says that this is the closest character that fits his personality in his in his personal life at that time. Oh, that doesn't surprise me. No, <laughs> doesn't it? <laughs> well, so did you two talk about that? Yeah, we were watching the movie and we talked about the smoking. Oh yeah, when they were all smoking. Yeah, when uh, smoke. around the campfire. So you could tell of those four kids which ones actually had smoked or was a smoker, oh, yeah. and you which ones weren't. So yeah. you and we both agreed. River was, Phoenix and, and Corey Feldman were clearly had smoked yeah. or smokers then because it was way too easy and natural. Whereas, you know, Will Wheaton and Jerry O'Connell like, what do I do with it? You know what I mean? It <laughs> holding just, it funny. Yeah, they were holding yeah. it with actually two fingers, like you would see stereotypical, but no one actually but smokes that like way. That, yeah. Right, but they did. They didn't know any better. Castle Rock, you mentioned that. Um, yeah, what did was, you say? Well, because they said when they started the movie, they said they lived in a small town in Castle Rock, Oregon. 
But I always thought Castle Rock was Maine. That's where he always does all of his stuff. Yeah, it says in the novella and the film both take place in the town of Castle Rock, Maine, and then Oregon, respectively. So it takes place in two different, you know. Oh no, respectively they're talking about. So the book, the does book it was in, in, Maine, in Maine, but the movie was, was in Oregon. Oregon. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah. All right, there we go. Because he never writes anywhere else. That's why it kind of threw me off. I'm like Castle Rock, and Oregon. It became the production company Rob Reiner later, after that. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. And one more. Uh, this kind of goes off track, but I just thought it was a neat fact that I had to include it. So Will Wheaton went on to do Star Trek Next Generation right, right after, right. right? We did finally. You told me that. Yep. I was like, oh yeah, gosh, right after. So we did it right after, as Ensign Wesley Crusher. Uh, his character, um, I mean, he was acting as helmsman after he grew up a little bit. Right, right. right. You know, Hit puberty. Obviously, he's the character of Chekhov from the original series, if you were to compare them, if right. you were to match him up with somebody. So we, uh, Will Wheaton later lent his voice to the computer on the movie Star Trek of the remake. I didn't know that. Right. Say that again? Will Wheaton, he lent his voice to be the computer in the movie Star Trek. This one, it just... the first. Oh, the, no way. With, the, the reboot one yeah, the with J.J. Uh, J. Abrams yes. did? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, either did I. Which also featured Anton Yelchin as Chekhov playing that character, you know, the kid who played right, in right. this new movie. Well, that Yelchin guy also began his career as a child in a Stephen King adaptation of Hearts in Atlantis. So <laughs> it's like a weird tie-in. Oh, that's kind of neat. That right. goes around. A symmetry there. Yeah. I gotcha, I gotcha. Will got his start going in a Stephen King novella, and now he's doing a voiceover for a movie. Huh. That's weird that I never didn't catch that was his voice in the computer. Yeah. I gotta go back and watch yeah, it. Yeah, now I kind of want to, which I'll probably watch it again before the next movie comes out anyway, yeah. so... All right, those were pretty good, actually. Those aren't they too bad. bad. Yeah, you're I right. They more, weren't, but, you know, weren't necessarily really fun, but they weren't right. necessarily boring either. I'm still awake. <laughs> so I wasn't too shabby. All right, so there we go. So to recap it, Sean's uh, went Sean's. Sean went from a 4.11 nostalgic rating to a 4.10. I'm going from a 4.10 to a 3.9. So movie still held up. It's still a nostalgic value to it. I, for me, the kids just didn't ring true. The dialogue between them just didn't didn't feel realistic to me, even though I still like the movie overall. And for me, I understand why he did it, and it's okay. There you go. Uh, are you trying to pick a fight on that one? Because I'm not going to argue with you. I no, either am I. I know. I'm oh. just pointing out the differences why we both why I probably kept mine closer and why you lowered it. Okay, cool. All right, so now we are definitely switching up some gears. This is something that we talked about before because the next. Uh, the remake, re-image, reboot of this movie is coming out in the next couple of weeks. So we wanted to do this one prior to that to get us psyched to go see it. Yes. Uh, so dun-dun-dun-dun. I think Maggie's trying to get a group together to go see this. Yeah. We should go see this with her. Well, yes, I definitely want to I don't want to see it by myself. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you know me, I am the I love horror movies, and I'm going to be a little on edge on this one. Yeah, I, I don't so, want to see it by myself. Listen, I'm, I'm we're doing... I'm going to next to Maggie and hold her hand. We're doing The Evil Dead. The original Evil Dead, 1981. The original is called The Evil Dead. This one, the reboot, is just Evil Dead. Right. The original one is The Evil Dead, and that's what we're getting away to the Raj uh, from 1981. 1981. I'm so excited about it. Really? Well, I have seen this. It's a little unfair advantage, um, you know, because horror is my genre. Um, I don't own this because it's a long story. I don't want to get into it. Um, so I'm not going to. <laughs> I will own this one day. I'm hoping that they come out with You're a funny. collection of, uh, you know, like, um, the new one and the old one together and some talk about some similarities or, you know, what they changed up and why they did it that way. I'm hoping that Sam Raimi will do that. Anyway, um, but my statue rating is going to be high on this one. What are you going to give it? 
I don't know. You know, what? let's listen to the trailer, and then we'll talk about yeah, it. I see. Time. I'm already. I want to jump into this right now. Yeah, let's listen to the trailer. We'll go on the other side. No, man. I want to do it now. Let's do it listen now. To the damn trailer, right, man. Here it is. All right. I have seen the dark shadows moving in the woods, and I have no doubt that whatever I have resurrected is sure to come calling for me. That does not make Spooky. me change my thing any. <laughs> quality, <laughs> the quality, quality, was not, not so good. Quality was scary. I don't think it's going to make me change my uh my rating any. So, all right. Well, you want to re- You know what? Why don't you give the recap because you know this movie better than me. No. Me, I'll give you the box office stuff. So it was uh, you know my recaps suck. I can't. I know, but it's fun to listen to you. No. So <laughs> it's fun to watch you struggle. <laughs> so this is a 1981, The Evil Dead, budget of about four hundred thousand. Um, it ended up grossing. Not a lot in its first run through, about five million dollars total um, worldwide, but apparently it made a boatload of money uh, in the late '80s on a re-release uh, on VHS. It got a cult following. Yeah, it kept going. That was when VHS became popular to rent, and that became a cult thing to yeah. buy and watch. I mean, it, the the success of the VHS is what drove it to do Army of Darkness and Evil Dead Two. I mean, that's really what pushed it was the success of the VHS. Not to mention it cost four hundred thousand. They made something like five, six, seven million on it. Which is enough to go ahead and spend another five hundred, make another one. I mean, why wouldn't you, right? It's still a good return on an investment. Yeah. Well, Evil Dead Two made Evil Dead even more of a cult thing because you realized how bad it was. And Evil Dead was done cheesily because of how bad Evil Dead is. Yes. And I think Evil Dead Two, they had more money. They just chose not to do it any better. I think. I think they made a choice to say, "Fuck it. We already know this is cheesy. We're going to stick with it, and we're not going to bother making it any better." Let's pointed out and yeah. you know it's got the sam raimi style nowadays if you've seen uh uh go to hell um go to hell um yeah yeah that was the one with the gypsy thing or yes something like that. the gypsy yeah, yeah, one yeah. go to hell very sam raimi that's his movie you know style that's evil oh my Dead God, i didn't know that but now that you say that i can yeah. associate especially the whole scene with the gypsy and the woman in the car that was just the so over the top stupid <laughs> the coffin scene when she goes there yes yes the oh my god scene in the shed with that is coming you're down, right the eyeball shoots out you're right yeah. holy shit i didn't catch that that's yep. classic sam raimi style of evil dead 2 it's just awesome um you know, I, I, you know what? I recap. I'm gonna suck at this really bad, so I'm gonna try to. Well, keep this I honestly don't remember a whole lot about it except for the people go to the woods. To yeah, they go to you know. Go they're just gonna hang out, right? Hang there's out no the purpose woods. to go there. I there's... forget. There's a probably connection of somebody you know who's going with them has a connection there or not. I can't remember that exactly. Um, Someone has but, a connection to the guy who was researching, right? Because it wasn't there already somebody there who was doing research. No, nobody was there. Yeah, there there was somebody there a long a while ago who was there with his wife. Hmm researching this book of the dead. Um, anyway, this, these kids get there to this place. I forget how, you know, what the reason, if there's a connection, but they get there, they go downstairs, they find the recordings and the book and they unmistakably read out loud the book of evil thoughts of uh, sayings um, and releases demons and the recording that the guy does chant, you know, gives the, right, right. That's what does it is um, the recording. Right. Cause he's has, saying it in the book right there and that's the what book, does it. Right. Right. Yeah. And they release these and then the demon slowly, um, what do you call it? Uh, takes over their bodies one by one, you know, and turns them into crazy, crazy demons and they start killing each other and Woo-hoo! slowly but surely it's down to one to ash. 
Well, maybe people oh, haven't seen it. Sorry, the movie's sorry. coming out too. So. Spoiler alert! Yes. Well, they may have changed it, right? Because it's reimaging. Yes. They have their characters doing have. different things. Yes. So it may not be Ash. I, I like in the remake how they have Ash wearing the same blue kind of shirt. Yeah, the blue that. shirt, that yeah. blue denim Levi yeah, shirt that he wears throughout that's, all the that's trilogies. Awesome. Yeah. So there anyway, we go. That's, that's not bad. It's not bad, but yeah, that's what it is. So it's really low quality, low budget. Um, it's very dark and grainy. Yeah, uh, the sound is horrible. I'm hoping they do a better job, like on DVD. I haven't watched the DVD. I've always watched it on a VHS. Um, and but I uh, want to watch it on the download now, so we'll see. Yeah, the digital quality is any better? You assume it would be. It's hard to hear. I mean, I remember the scenes of going down the basement, and all that, and they're all sitting before they go down. They're eating as, as garbled voices, so maybe they've cleaned that up. Hopefully, hmm. but uh, you know, it's full of claymation. <laughs> yeah. A lot of stop motion animation. Yep. Very easy uh, to see. Yeah, very clear. It's, you know, bad acting. Oh, yeah. Very oh, over dramatic. Horrible acting. acting. There's some nudity in this, too, though, right? Yeah. All right, well, there we go. Makes so, up what's wrong it. with that, right? No, I'm, saying, I'm saying that makes up for it a little bit. So there we go. Right. There's, uh, you know, tree raping. There is the tree raping scene. I do remember that scene. I remember the book. I mean, the, the leathery book with the mouth on it. I yeah. remember all that stuff. I remember the. Them reading. I remember this just scared the shit out of me, but I don't remember specifically what it was that scared me about this movie. Except I tell you, scared the shit out of me. What scared me the most out of this was when they threw one of the demon bitches down into the cellar, and they chained it up. They sat on it to get the chains on. They get it on there, and then they, you know, got away from it. And then she was hitting up on it and trying to get out and uh, saying, you know, things to them, right, right, creepily and stuff. And then it was freaky the way she looked. Don't they cut her hand off? Because uh, wasn't there a hand running around this? Or no, that that's an evil that too. It, he okay. cuts his own arm off. Yeah, but I thought he cut. Remember, the he witch's cuts it arm off because off it possesses his hand, and then he puts it under oh, a bucket and puts yes. the book on top of it. What's the name of the book? Uh, Necromancer. No, no, no. He cuts his hand off because it gets possessed, and it starts crawling away. So he takes a bucket, puts it over the hand, and then he puts a book on top of it to keep it weighted down. What's uh, the name of the book? Oh, I don't know. Farewell to Arms. Oh, no, Say that's not. It, right. Oh, jeez. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's horrible, horrible, horrible. Yeah. I'll have to do Evil Dead 2 later in the, in the decade, too, sometime. So, I mean, but this one, going back, we're not doing Evil Dead 2. We're doing Evil Dead. Um, it was, you do remember it well, though. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's lots of scenes. It, it just He relied heavily on that stop motion to do the any kind of effect. Does it scare you at all when you watched it? Just this, No, it won't scare me at all when I'm watching no, it. No, not now. I hope not back now. I hope then, I'm not of course, scared now, but back then, glued, were you still scared? Because you, yeah. you watched it a lot. I'm surprised. I, I was glued to the scenes of it because that whole cellar scenes really got me um, when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a scene when you know Ash goes down into the basement and uh, the blood comes down his face. Um there's really good scenes, though, uh, that were scary back then, I remember. But now, uh, there's no way I'm not sure. scared. I'm wondering if it's going to be like Poltergeist, where we did Poltergeist. We, Poltergeist scared the shit out of us both when we were kids, too. And we watch now, we're like, eh, I don't know. No, I mean, come on. The, the ending is so bad, you're going to hate it. You're going you're gonna to tear it apart because you're not probably going to get scared either. But this could be one of those things where it's bad, it's good. No, that's I agree, but 100% for me. Like, the ending, I'm, I'm just not really going to spoil it. Um, there's a scene where one of the demons, you know, um, disintegrates into nothing, basically. And it's clay, it's full-on claymation from beginning to end. And it's so bad 
but I could probably watch that over and over <laughs> and over to watch just the change that he does, the little subtleties of what he does to make this demon disintegrate into nothing. It's just fun. That's cool. It's I, really fun, and the guy was really he was, hey. Let's just throw some color in there. Let's throw <laughs> some bubbles, and let's throw. You know, it's just it was awesome. What are you gonna get for your nostalgia? Brand? I'm gonna throw this one up there. Not too high. I probably read um, four point five. Oh wow. Yeah. Damn, that's high for a horror movie. I want to go two point eight. That's fa- that's fair. I, I mean, don't I don't remember it that well. Hey, that's and it's totally good as shit. I mean, but fine. I don't remember it well enough to give it a good nostalgic rating. Uh, that might go up. Probably not. We'll see. I have on my computer someplace. I'm going to probably play the beginning. I love that phrase, join us. It, it wouldn't be so creepy to me if your eyes weren't turning red every time you said that. <laughs> you know, it, he, out, dude. he takes advantage of um, camera tricks and things where, you know, he runs. Well, someone is running through the forest holding a camera and they speed it up to make it look like it's the. the yeah, the demon. The bodiless demon flying through the forest to the cabin a lot. Right. You know, and people and see. I, I remember it, that. Yeah, right. Remember They're that. turning towards this being that you don't actually see ever outside of when someone's not possessed. Um, and they're running to the house just in the nick of time. They close the door and they, you know, backs away from the cabin. Like, oh, I can't break this right. door open. But later on, it it'll break. Knocks it right door. down. Yeah. You see them all sitting inside. I remember that scene too. They're all inside, like, oh, and it was like a. Uh, yeah, it's looking uh, at yeah, the windows and going yeah. around, and you know, it's kind of slow. It has some slow moments. I do There's a that. really, you know, yeah. There's bad scenes. There's right. Well, this one looks like it's for rent on Amazon, so there we go. And no, streaming on Netflix. This is streaming on Netflix. Oh, go so out good. and watch it right now. If you, I mean, you you want to see this maybe even before you. I know it's not going to ruin your experience if you're going to go see this in the theater because it is a re-imagination of this film when you see it in the theater. Um, so it's not going to spoil it. You won't be spoiled. All right, there you go. So go watch it, rent it, stream it with us, play along Excited. at home. It's a fun game. Uh, we're going to do it. We're going to come back next week. We'll give you a more current review. And and by next week, we'll probably have seen the Yeah, we'll the probably remake. have seen it, right? Maybe. Uh, the remake doesn't come it out comes this out week. the 5th. Yeah. So this weekend. Next weekend. Next weekend it comes out. So we probably won't have seen it yet. But I we might. do this. I can't wait. I, you know we'll what? I guess it depends on when we record this, right? If we wait till later in the week, we could probably see it and then record this. Oh, yeah, you're right. So maybe we'll do that. I don't know. We'll see how it works. I out. meant that the podcast won't be out before we see it, but you're right. We would have. Right. Yeah, the podcast won't be out, but we would have recorded it already. So anyway. All right. Well, hey, if you guys want to uh, hook us up or hook up with us or get in touch you with us, I don't know why you're married. Hook up I mean, the right one. I don't know. Um, check us out at hhp-podcast.com. You, of course, can look us up on Facebook. Of under, course. Of course. Damn it. You can also look us up under Hockey Mass High Schools and Popcorn, as well as Stitcher Radio. You bastards. Uh, and uh, iTunes. iTunes. Thank you. Couldn't think of that one. Uh, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Hockey Mass High Schools and Popcorn, and then Facebook. And check us out on Twitter. Everywhere. Oh, and Twitter, of course. Oh, yeah. please. We never hardly mention Twitter. But we don't. You know, we never really push on Twitter. I've been actively going out there doing more on followers. there. So, yeah, check us Twitter's out on Twitter fun. if you like Twitter. If you like to tweet, check us out. All the information is out on our website, so get out there. We'd love to hear from you guys. Um, appreciate everybody's support. You know, our, our Facebook page is doing well. Friends are doing well. Listens are doing well. We think we finally got to a location now where we can actually accurately better track who's listening and where. So we know who you are. No, I'm just kidding. We don't. No, <laughs> still don't. You, if you guys ever want to do a podcast, uh. you know what? Just don't count on being able to actually know how many people are listening to you at any one given time. And don't believe somebody who says, we'll tell you exactly who's listening. Because they're lying. <laughs> they are lying. There's so many different ways to get podcasts. I just don't think they track every single way to get it. It's yeah. just so hard to get a, a single number to say, hey, 
Is anybody listening out there? Or are we talking to ourselves right now? Cricket. Uh, that, no, I was waiting for someone to actually come back with an answer on that one. Are, are they know, doing I was, that? I Somebody tell us, please. No. All right, guys. Well, everybody have a good week, I guess. You want to throw anything else in? No, I'm tired. All right, man. Well, go home, go to bed. Yeah, let's leave. Let's do it. I'm not leaving because my house. Yeah, I got to get out. You get the hell out of here. I got to drive an hour. Oh, man. All right, guys. Everybody go home. Uh, have a good week. And <laughs> They're going out. Everybody else go home. We'll see you later. All right, peace. See you.